Find Your Focus is a recharging space for the ambitious, introverted woman. Grab a quick energy boost and reflect on how you want to show up as an introverted leader in your personal and professional life. Here's some inspiring stories of people around the world who've done things differently from society's extroverted expectations. Your host, Heather, a woman's leadership and life transitions coach, founder of a restored radiance coaching for the ambitious introvert, international communicator and marketer, world traveler, UK expat, and fellow introvert. Heather aims to help ambitious, introverted women find their unique leadership voice and create life transition roadmaps from career changes to moving countries or cities. Join Heather every Tuesday to find your focus, to fill your mindset with positivity and motivation to go after your dreams using your own unique energy blueprint. Your perceived weaknesses are your powerhouse. Here is your host. Hey ambitious introvert, it's Heather here. Uh, I will be um, riffing with you once a month on a topic that is dear to my heart, whether that's um, an issue that I'm currently uh, working through because hey, we're all human, having a human experience and what perhaps something I'm learning and going through, it might help you or a friend that you know. Um, so I will just be riffing on a certain topic. Um, or if you have a topic in mind, um, send me a DM on Instagram at a restored radiance. And I would love to riff on that. Um, today I'm talking about the importance about being a progressionist rather than a perfectionist. And this topic is near and dear to my heart because that is me, a recovering perfectionist. Um, growing up, I used perfectionism. Um, I was the oldest of three kids, and I found that being good at school came naturally to me, very, very luckily. And so I found out that I would get words of affirmation, um, which is one of my love languages, and I would get praise and all this lovely, like, good feeling um, things from teachers and um, family if I did well in school. And so I realized that, hey, I want to feel more like this, so um, how do I get better at this um, and get more of these good feelings? So. I remember um, holding myself to pretty silly um, standards. In fact, I remember crying in my mom's bed um, in third grade. So for non-Americans that is around like nine years old, I sobbed in her bed because I had gotten an A- minus on this irrelevant test. Um, and my mom was completely confused as to why her daughter was sobbing her eyes out <laughs> for that. So um, that I continued that way of thinking and expanded that and grew that um, throughout my childhood and teenage years. And I got more awards. I got um, recognition locally. I became. I have. I had more opportunities. And as a um, child from a working class family, um, opportunities were important um, because. I didn't want to stay stuck in the scenario that I I had growing up. Um, my parents were doing the best that they could um, and creating a beautiful um, life for us where they could, but 
I wanted to challenge myself to do something differently. And so I saw perfectionism as perhaps something that stressed me out and made me slightly anxious, but it was getting me results. It was giving me achievement. It was giving me recognition. And it was giving me, slowly crafting a a road out of where I was and somewhere I want and leading me somewhere I wanted to be. And so if it's not broke, don't fix it, right? I continued using this um, model um, throughout my 20s. And when I moved to the UK um, on a one-way ticket, um, I continued doing this. And so anyone who's gone through their 20s will know that you can get so far um, on following society's expectations. Um, when you're in high school, there's a set path that is considered by society the norm. And if you're lucky, um, like me, and it's effortless, you can continue on that. Um, not, you know, receiving lots of accolades and recognition. And so you assume that life can, um, will continue like that. But when you're in your twenties and you start to, you start to see that you are the, the curator and the creator of your, your life. Um, but if you haven't taken the time to find your focus or to, Find, develop your mission or your purpose um, or your passions, you have no clue where this next stage of your life will lead. And so that uncertainty is not, it doesn't go well with a perfectionist um, mentality. And so I found myself in my mid 20s um, in the doctor's office um, sobbing um, profusely and trying to explain why I was having a really hard time breathing. I noticed that for the last three months before that, I couldn't breathe after working long hours of work. Whenever I was at work, I was fine. Whenever I was engaging with friends or family, I was fine. Um, But when I was by myself um, or in quiet, I couldn't catch my breath. I found it really hard to breathe. And so my coping mechanism um, was to just jump in and go for all the experiences and just keep myself very, very busy. Um, that led me to complete exhaustion and burnout, sobbing in the doctor's office. And the doctor took one look at me and said, well, maybe you should change your diet and maybe you should exercise more, which is anyone who recognizes this, this as a recovering um, perfectionist is probably not the thing to say to a perfectionist. Um, so um, that gave me no um, feedback and I really just continued a few more years of just keeping myself busy at all, um, you know, as much as I could. Uh, luckily, um, there came a breaking point, which was very painful at the time, but as you all know, sometimes our most painful experiences can lead us to the most eye-opening, eye-opening experiences and reroute us into the direction that we need to, to go on. And so my breaking point was losing a life that I thought I was working really hard to create with a partner at the time and losing my grandpa who was a father figure for me. 
Um, though that pain really compounded what I was feeling um, wasn't any more aligned with me, which was the perfectionist mentality. It wasn't getting me any further at this point. I had gone up against a, a brick wall and I was finding it really hard to uplevel my life um, with this mentality. And it wasn't only, it was only through the pain um, of loss of people in my life that I was able to then acknowledge I no longer wanted to feel this way and needed to do something different to change my current reality because if you look at everything surrounding you right now wherever you are whether you're in your car on the way to work or whatever your lifestyle the way the people that you have in your life um, the things that you have in your life those have all been created by yourself based on your past experiences and your your um, the work that you've put into that so acknowledge that and be really proud of yourself for that but if you're feeling restless if you're feeling frustrated if you're feeling like you are ready for the next step um, that's often the sign that perhaps certain things in your life um, need to change for you to up level and into the next part of your journey so for me um, that was really identifying that I had an all or nothing mentality it was a black and white mentality you could either be this or this which is absurd because my whole um, my whole ethics with engaging with other people is very inclusive or I try my best as an imperfect human to do that I love um, hearing from other people and learning from them and, and meeting people from around the world in different cultures and I hold a very dear um, uh, value in my heart and um, mission in my heart that we're all the same and no matter where we come from um, so I have this I, I try my best to encapsulate this compassion for others this acceptance for others um, this understanding and expansion for others but what I realized with myself is that my perfectionism was actually not giving myself the self-compassion that I needed to make mistakes to learn to grow to adapt to expand and to connect all things that I really wanted to do but this perfectionist mentality was holding me back um, so that was a hard pill to start to swallow and actually I didn't know how to be self-compassionate to myself I thought well like I am just at a, I'm holding myself at a different standard and expectation for than others certainly that's okay um, and of course it's a, great to have goals and, and visions and passions um, and things to inspire, uh, aspire to. Um, however, when you are negatively talking to yourself and putting yourself down because you haven't gotten to a certain standard that you expect yourself to rise to, or if you failed and it's that you see that as the end of the world, that is where that you are not looking at yourself very lovingly. Um, and I know I certainly wasn't. Um, things that helped me um, to make changes is sometimes it's harder to work on the mentality, the, your, your mindset, than it is um, to do action. And so 
if I find myself stuck um, trying to change my mindset, what I'll do first is try to create a new action. So getting myself out of my head and going into my body. And that's what I did with trying to make some initial steps moving out of perfectionist thinking and moving toward a more progressionist thinking. So I started taking very small steps, like tiny, and I know this is a cliched word, but baby steps toward one of my goals. Um, and I would set myself up with um, one to three goals that I wanted to achieve in certain areas of my life uh, once a week. So I didn't give myself a certain day to have them done by. Um, I gave myself a week and I would note how I'm feeling in that week. So if I was a really tired or busy week ahead, I would give myself one small tiny goal or action to do that would get me closer to the goal that I wanted. So again, this is not some big overarching goal that you're like, I want to have, I want to connect with um, five people this week. No, chances are that's not going to happen. And you don't want to um, set yourself up for failure. You don't want to overpromise and underdeliver because as a perfectionist, you won't feel like you've achieved that. And you want to, to slowly work on building a more resilient mindset. And you can do this by creating small, tiny steps towards your goal. So again, by taking these steps, um, these are tiny little minutia steps that are going to get you closer to the goal. Now, again, going back to that double side um, coin of perfectionism, on the other side of that coin is procrastination. And what a lot of perfectionists um, deal with is they become so overwhelmed with not knowing the next step to take, they then freeze up and procrastinate. Um, or maybe they're fearful of failing or succeeding because they don't know what to do on the other end of that failure or success. And so you can see how this perfectionism then dictates how they um, show up in their world and their life. And it's a constant cycle because then they're berating themselves internally, talking to themselves, saying how they're lazy, how they're um, they're not going to achieve what they wanted to do because their initial mindset that it has to be perfect is self-sabotaging them. So while you do these small, tiny actions that are slowly getting you to your goal, I want you to be very conscious of in your mind, I want you to also work on creating imperfect, messy action, right? It's imperfect. You are imperfect by nature. The idea of perfectionism and perfection is a lie. Nothing in organic nature, in nature, is ever perfect. If you look at a flower, there's going to be marks or there's going to be an extra um, petal. If you look at the trees, if you, everything is imperfect and that is what's beautiful and organic. So you setting yourself up for failure um, to not succeed or even um, to grow um, by saying if it has to be a certain way, it, th then you, you know that's the only way that you'll you'll um, achieve this result. It's a lie. It's it it will never happen. And so allowing yourself 
space um, to create, to experiment, to consider yourself an artist and you're in your studio and you are have you have a whole wall of um, a blank canvas, a white wall, and you have all these paint jars and you're not sure what you want to do next. Just start throwing paint on there. Um, Jackson Pollock that shit on the wall and see what happens. Every time you do that, every small little action you're making, you're getting inspired. You're learning what works, what technique works, what technique doesn't, what you like aesthetically, what you don't like. That's the same thing you need to be doing with your own life. You can't go in to something being an expert. You have to have that beginner's mindset. You have to be okay with failing, with being imperfect, with being messy, with being awkward, with not saying the right things, and then learning how to say them better, with learning a better technique or a skill because you're showing up every single day, making the mistakes, um, building those muscles and learning from them. Or perhaps you're talking to others and having mentors and coaches and who inspire you to jump into that unknown and to really experiment with your own interests and your own passions. Experimenting um, like an artist, like a scientist, will give you the space to breathe. It'll give you the space to create. It'll be give you the permission and the grace to be imperfect, to be a a work of progress, to be a progressionist, not a perfectionist. Because you will never be a perfectionist. No one in this world ever has been. We are imperfect by nature and your standards are imperfect. Your expectations are imperfect. So by progressing and learning and growing, you're giving yourself space and freedom to create something that you never thought was possible because I can guarantee when you take imperfect messy action and you show up consistently, something better will come around because because you showed up in those moments when if you had previously been a perfectionist and had procrastinated and never showed up, as a progressionist, you're showing up consistently because you have low expectations. You, you're thinking, hey, it's all experiment. It's all an experiment. Life is a game. I'm going to see what happens and then I'll learn from that. When you show up consistently with that mindset, you provide, you give yourself some more opportunity to meet different people, to be in a situation where you're running into that person and they have an opportunity or you made this beautiful connection with them and they've given you a great insight into how you're going to do something differently or up-level your skill or go into a different avenue to experiment. Showing up consistently and having that imperfect action will um, provide you with that support and all every single time you do that it will be a reminder that your old way of thinking as a recovering perfectionist, that black and white mentality, that all or nothing mentality wasn't getting you to where you are now. Every time you create those imperfect actions, you're showing yourself with true results that you're getting further ahead now than you ever were before as a perfectionist. 
And so as you start to create these actions and as you start to get results, your mentality is going to be a bit more kinder because you're seeing the results of what these mental shifts are doing. And of course, yes, you will have moments where you are going back to that all or nothing mentality, but it's about being self-aware of those moments and giving yourself grace and permission to be okay with that. Again, being a perfectionist or being a recovering perfectionist, I don't want you to have shame about that. That's a part of who you are. It was a coping mechanism that you developed in one way, shape, or form to support yourself and your goals, and it worked for you in a time. Now, where you are now, it's no longer serving you, and you are wanting to up-level and grow in a certain area or areas of your life. And to do that, you need to switch things up. So, you are... This is you switching things up, um, but be kind to yourself. Um, Remind yourself of the kind, loving person you are and how you show up for others. And when it becomes really hard to remind yourself of of that self-compassion, I want you to write a letter to your best friend, to the person you love the most. Write a letter, um, I know, of how they might talk to you. Or write a letter directly to them and what you love about them. And then once you're finished, I want you to read back that letter out loud because it's important to hear these things out loud. That's how we learn. And read it as if you were talking to yourself because I can guarantee you that you would never talk, you would never talk to your friends or your loved ones how you talk to yourself sometimes. And being aware of that negative self-talk and how how degrading and how um, horrible and how much that tears you down, you want to show up for yourself there. And so these little mental, men, mental tricks, these mindset tricks will really um, support you as you up-level your life. I'm really excited to hear um, how these have shifted for you, what steps you were taking to challenge this recovering perfectionist thinking and moving toward your progressionist thinking and how you're giving yourself space to show up very messily and learn from that and to grow and to ask yourself what lessons have I learned in these failures because they ain't failures if you learn something from them they're specifically they're just information and they're just growing pains so introverted, ambitious woman. I wish you the best. I send you my love. I send you my compassion and I see you and I am so excited for what you do um, in the next couple of weeks to up-level your life, your mindset, and uh, support other people. Lots of love. Thanks for listening to this episode. Hopefully I gave you the boost you needed to start your week. If it did, it would be appreciated if you spent two minutes right now to give this podcast a review on iTunes and then share the episode with an introverted friend who needs to hear this message. Your review will make sure other ambitious introverts who are struggling to find their voice and focus find this show and can receive the love and support we hope you felt today. Thank you. And remember, your perceived introverted weaknesses are your powerhouse.